Hi guys, this is Joseph. Welcome to the Jesus Cast with Joseph M. This is a Christian podcast dedicated at casting Jesus to the world through teaching the word of God for instilling biblical knowledge, increasing faith, and helping you discover your purpose in God. May you enjoy the sermon. Receive my humble greetings today in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. My name is Joseph and welcome to yet another episode of the Jesus Cast podcast where we preach the word of God to ensure that your faith grows and that that faith translates to purpose. And this is very much important to me personally because I feel that you know, the more faith we have, the better we are to represent God, the better we are to show Christ in the world. So yeah, that is what we are about. That is what this podcast is about. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you will hear a lot of messages on faith. You will hear a lot of messages on purpose. And some days, maybe some days in between, you'll hear messages that have nothing to do with those. But those are the foundations of, you know, this podcast. They're the foundation of what we share here, what we preach here, because we want to tell stories, stories that will transform your lives, that will impact you, stories that will change your perception probably about Christ, stories that will increase your capacity to actually have faith. Anyway, uh, I want to get straight into today's message. It's going to be probably an extremely short message, but it's going to be a great message as well. I'm hoping that by the end of this message, anyone who is struggling with this very particular thing would move away from the struggle and they would experience this thing that i want us to speak about today okay they'll be able to actually experience it in its fullness i've had a couple of messages around this in the past and i'm convicted okay i'm convicted to share on this again today and one of the things that i kind of like question God on is, but God, we've shared on this before. And he says to me, well, not everyone that you've shared this with before uh, understood the message probably. And then he says again, and then sometimes there are people who will stumble on the podcast. They won't listen to all the messages, but they will listen to the first message that they come across. And this might be one of those messages where someone who is struggling with this one thing, they will just come across this message and it will help them. It will change their lives. It will <clears throat> help them have a better relationship with Christ. So that was pretty much one of the reasons why I had to be, okay, two of the reasons why I had to be sharing this message. But also one of the things was, And I think last week I even mentioned this on how, you know, we plan on these messages and I've I've had like a whole list of messages that we were supposed to be planning on and sometimes things get in the way and sometimes God gets in the way as well. And he would say, no, for this week, I know that you have that, but pick it on the side and just share something different. And I feel that this is one of those weeks where God is just saying, share something different, share something that will just shake people up a little bit that will move them in the right direction so that they can actually experience me to the fullest they can experience my power they can experience my miracle they can even experience the resurrection of christ in any case uh, we're going to be reading from uh okay i'm a bit i don't know what's up with my throat but we're going to keep doing this okay we're going to be reading from john chapter 8 verse 31 to 36 and it reads as follows then jesus said to those jews who believed him If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. 
how can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we honor you for this word. I believe, O oh Lord, that this word comes from you. I believe that this word, O oh Lord, is created, Lord, for a purpose, Lord, that will change someone's life, that will transform someone's life. May they receive it today, O oh Lord. May they open Jehovah their ears to hear this word. May they even be willing to hear it, Father. May they even be willing to apply it in their lives, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name, O oh Lord. I know, God, that Jehovah, I'm not qualified for this, but I'm grateful that you're using me for your glory and for your purpose, O oh Lord. And I am freely giving Jehovah, my time and my resources and my life, Jehovah, to your ministry, Jehovah so that God, you, O oh Lord, can be known, so that your weight can be known. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So, yeah, uh, <clears throat> reading through the scripture, and I've, 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 been prepared, I've actually had this message for a couple of days now, and interesting enough, as I've been working on it in my head, I've been having conversations with people about this specific topic, which is ideally about freedom. Okay, that most often we believe in Jesus, most often people are saved. But what we struggle with now is to come to grips with understanding what freedom actually is. Okay, some people they get this, some people do not. And I'm convicted to share on this because of the people that have not truly understood the freedom that God has given them, that have tr not truly received it fully to actually use it. I think one of the messages that we shared on this was access granted. I think, I think that was the title of the sermon. And if you could just go back and listen to it, you will get to understand the difference. Okay, not the difference, but you know, you'd get to see how this message aligns with that message. But at the same time, this message has to do a lot more with our faith as well. So it kind of like ties in with the faith series that we've been doing, but it's not really part of the series. So in a way, it's really about faith. Okay. It is really about faith because more often than not, okay, we don't recognize the freedom that we have been given through Christ. Okay. All the promises in scripture are based on us being free. When you look at them, you realize that God has been taking people from one place to another so that they can receive freedom, so that they can be free from slavery, so that they can be free from being mistreated, from being abused. And each time they moved away, they would experience Christ in a different way. They would experience God in a different way. But the problem is, in most instances, we would say we have received Christ, but we would still not have accepted certain parts of Scripture, which takes away the freedom that we have been given. I had a conversation with a friend of mine and I say to him uh, this was something that was just happening at work and we've been given freedom you know we've been given the access to live to live off the office area and we are talking about this and we're saying if someone says to you you can leave at three you leave at three okay why because you've been given the access and this is the same thing if you don't use the access, okay, if you don't use the access, then it's as good as useless to you, okay? And this is what the message is really about, okay? Christ has given us freedom, but if we don't accept that we have freedom, then we are not free, okay? One guy says that, you know, uh, when they speak about uh, what, what happened in the United States, 
in the past, uh, Juneteenth, and when they speak about, about Juneteenth, where they say that there were a group of people who had not, who had not heard that black people were free that they were no longer slaves, that they were free. And these people kept working, kept living life as though they were not free. But everyone else was living free. And he says, if some of us are not free, then none of us is free. And that is what ideally this message is about. And I believe that this is why Paul considers himself, considered himself as a slave to Christ, because he understood the concept that if he is free, but the rest of the people are not free, then no one is free. Okay, no one is free. No one is free. No one has received the freedom. If he can believe that Jesus Christ can heal, but other people cannot believe that, then healing is not something that should be believed in. Okay, not to say that he will not get healed. Yes, he will get healed. But because someone has not received that revelation, that freedom as well, he is responsible for making sure that that person receives that freedom. And I feel that today, as we share this message, that is one of my greatest mandates to ensure that as you listen to this message, you start to understand that you have also been given freedom. So this is Jesus Christ now getting to the message. Okay. Getting into the message. This is Jesus Christ now speaking to some of the Jews, as the Bible would say, some of the Jews who were followers of him. Okay. They believed in him. They followed him. But what they did not receive is the freedom from sin. Okay, this is the same thing that you find in scripture as you realize, as you read through scripture, as you read through all the churches that Paul was preaching to, some of their struggles where we have freedom, but we feel like we need to do more. And Paul says, you don't need to do more. You have the freedom. So take advantage of the freedom, take use of the freedom. And in fact, in one of the passages, Paul tells them that if you feel like you can still do these things with your own works, with your own abilities, with your own strength, then Christ died for nothing. His death was in vain. So Christ died so that if there is a sin that we are struggling with, we can give it to him and he can help us to deal with it. We cannot deal with it by ourselves for many years, for many, many years. Okay. There were multiple laws that were put in place. You go through the book of Leviticus, you go through the book of Numbers, you go through the book of Deuteronomy, you go through Exodus, you realize that all of these scriptures, all of these messages, all of these passages in scripture that speak about all of these laws that were put in place to, to not to control people, okay? They were meant to help people to become like Christ, but they never were effective. Okay, they did not work because every time people would go back over and over and over and over again, they would go back to sin. Okay, now this is the message, okay, that Christ has given us freedom through his death on the cross. And this freedom gives us access to certain things. But if we do not realize that we have the freedom and the access to those things, then we do not have the freedom. If we do not accept the freedom that he has given us, if we do not accept it, then we do not have it. Now, this is what Jesus Christ is saying to his disciples, that as much as you think that because you're Abraham's descendants, that you're free, but if you do not take my word for it, okay, if you do not believe the word that I'm giving you, if you do not take my word and trust my word and walk with my word and live with my word, then you are not free. You are still slaves, just as everyone else has been over the years, just as everyone. In fact, you're just as good as the people who do not believe in me because you do not take my word. And I think this is why, this is why, okay, I think this is why we struggle with this, okay? We struggle with this because we don't know the truth, okay? We don't know the truth. And because we don't know the truth, we always go back 
to thinking that we can save ourselves. We always go back to thinking that we should do things by ourselves. We always go back to thinking that certain things in our lives God cannot give to us, but certain things he can give to us. I've said this over and over again, and I'm going to keep saying it, okay? We filter what God can do and what God cannot do, okay? Well, ideally in scripture, there is nothing that is impossible for God, but we go and say there are certain things that I need to do by myself before God can do things for me. There are certain things that I need to free myself from before God can free me from them. And that is not living in freedom. Living in freedom is saying, I'm going to wait for God to free me himself. See how Paul, okay, Paul is not a disciple of Jesus Christ. Paul persecutes Christians. But at one point, Jesus Christ appears to him and transforms him. Paul's conviction does not come because of his own abilities, because of his own strength, because he thinks he knows things. Paul's conviction comes because Jesus convicted him. And that is what we need to come to, to a conviction that comes from Christ. One of the things that over the years has happened in my life is I used to have really, really bad dreams, okay? Like really, really horrible dreams. I'm not saying that I don't have bad dreams now. I'm just saying those ones were like really, really intense, okay? Those were dreams that I would wake up in and I'd have tears in my eyes. I'd feel like I was being strangled. I'd feel like I was dying, literally, okay? And one night this happens and it's in the middle of the night at around half past 12, half past one, and I try calling a couple of people and I cannot reach anyone, okay? I tried calling, I tried calling, I cannot reach anyone. Okay, at this point, I need someone to pray with me. I need someone to give me strength. I need someone that I can just be, you know, just someone who can be there for me. Okay, and what happened is there was no one. Okay, there was literally no one for that night. So I decide I'm going to pray. So I go down on my knees and I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray and to my surprise, I get completely freed from those types of dreams. And I say completely because this has not happened in the past two and a half years. Okay, two and a half years, I've never had a dream like that. I used to have these dreams almost every single year, probably twice a year or three times a year, and they were horrible. And here's, here, here's, here, here's the point, okay, I, I don't, don't want to dwell too much on the dream. I want to dwell on the lesson from it. Okay, and it's not that people, it's, it's not really about the fact that, you know, I'm angry at the people or uh, the people were bad people or anything like that. It was more of a lesson that God was teaching me personally, that Christ was instilling in me that I've already given you the freedom to have by yourself. But what most of us struggle with, we don't think we have the freedom to do things by ourselves. We think we always need to depend on other things. We need to depend on other people. We need to be dependent on other things before we can actually stand by ourselves. And I agree with you, when you're starting out as a believer, it's okay to depend on people. But as you grow in your faith, you need to move away from that. You need to come to a place where you say, deliverance, I can get by myself because I have Christ who lives in me. Healing, I can pray for myself and I can be healed. Okay, these are things that people do not know. Okay, we, and I know this completely contradicts what we've been doing. In fact, as a, as a ministry over our Instagram and our TikTok pages with these prayers that we're doing because we've realized that there are people who actually don't have the words to say to Christ. But you see, they don't depend on us. We don't expect them to depend on us. We just want them to have the right words to say to Christ. This is why we're not praying for them. 
we are praying with them. That is why we guide them into prayer to say, you might not have the words. So we will write them down and you will know what to say. But this is your way. This is your freedom. This is you telling God what you want. This is you telling God how you feel. This is you saying to God, God, this is my struggle and I need you to help me through it. And it might not be for everyone. It might not be for everyone for that day, but it's going to be for someone who really, really needs it. And when they say that prayer, because they are saying it with the freedom that has been given to them, with the words that have been given to them, they will be free. Okay, I feel like I'm all over the place. Okay, I feel like I'm all over the place. But what I'm telling you is Jesus Christ, as he speaks to these people, he is making them aware of two things. Okay, one is there is a truth. Okay, there is the truth. The truth which I have given, the truth which I am, the truth which I expect you to live on. Okay, now I can speak about a lot of things about the truth. Like for instance, that Paul says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Jesus goes and says, whatever you ask in my name shall come to pass. All of those are truth. Okay. The Bible tells us that we are healed by his stripes. That is truth. The Bible tells us that no weapon formed against us will prosper. That is truth. The weapon, the, the, the Bible, the word of God tells us that God's plan for us is not to harm us, but to prosper us. That is truth. But if we do not accept that truth, then we have not accepted the freedom that comes with Christ. We have not accepted the freedom that comes with knowing Christ. We have not accepted the freedom that comes with knowing him. And you see, one of the things that I've always tried to emphasize is when you go back to scripture and you read about the woman who was bleeding for 12 years and, you know, she, 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 she recognizes the freedom that she has when she goes and touches Christ's healing. She says, okay, now I can do this. For years, she has been depending on physicians. And for once, she said, I'm going to go to Christ by myself. I'm going to trust God by myself. And that is what God wants from us. Okay. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have a church that we go to. A church is important. I'm not saying also that we shouldn't have people that are around us who pray with us. Those are important. Those are people who fellowship with you. People who praise God with you, who worship with you. Okay. They ask things for God on your behalf, but they are not your, how do I put it? How do I put it? They are not your representatives to Christ. You are your own representative. The Bible tells us that we are the temple of God, which means we literally harbor the presence of God in us. And because we harbor the presence of God, it means that whatever that we pray about, God can do for us. So having freedom in this context is saying, God, I don't care what comes my way. I'm going to believe that if I pray by myself, you can still heal me. If I pray by myself, you can still deliver me. If I pray by myself, you can still redeem me. If I pray by myself, you can still give me that job, that business opportunity. You can still provide the things that I'm asking for because you have given me the freedom to come to you. You have given me the access to come to you, to come and pray, to come and ask you for things. And you will give them to me because that is what your word says. The Bible tells us that the promises of God are yes and amen. Like there's so much that I can give to you. But I have to go through the whole Bible. <laughs> and I'm trying to get to this lesson. Okay, I'm trying to get to this lesson. That we shouldn't be selective on the truth. Okay, and I feel that what Jesus Christ was also addressing here is that as well. This is the second thing that he was addressing. He was addressing the fact that, okay, you know the truth. Okay, and that's fine. But you have chosen to select the part of the truth that you resonate the best with. 
And because there are those of us who say, well, I know I'm saved, but the only reason why I'm saved is so that I can get to heaven. And they rule out the fact that they are saved so that they can save others. They rule out the fact that they are saved so that they can have the freedom to actually ask for things from God and God would give them. Would give them. They rule out the fact that they have favor from God. So they live the rest of their lives trying to toil, trying to battle things by themselves, trying to struggle through life by themselves. And at the end of the day, they never fully experience the true power of God. One of the messages that I've been impressed by over the past couple of weeks was, one pastor who was preaching about the fact that the Bible tells us that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he tells us that he is the key, like he is the, the, the gateway to God, but we get stuck there because we think it's just about believing in Jesus. It's not just about believing in Jesus. It's about believing in Jesus, then building the relationship with Jesus, building the relationship with God, then living the life that God wants you to live on earth. It's about way more than just believing. Because believing by itself, okay, believing by itself needs to translate to living the life, needs to translate to application, needs to translate to purpose, needs to translate to use your saying, God, this life that you have given me, I'm going to use it for your glory, for your kingdom and for your good, and I'm going to build a relationship with you. Hear me out. Freedom is not freedom if you don't accept that you have it. And this is the same thing as grace. If you don't believe that God has given grace to you, then you don't have grace. The only people who have grace are people who have accepted grace. The only people who are free are people who have accepted that they are free. If you are free, but you still live in bondage, then you're not free. In conclusion, okay, I'm wrapping up. I did say that this message is going to be really short. Okay. Ultimately, at the very end of the day, at the very end of the day, the Bible tells us, okay, this is what Jesus Christ is saying. He says that if you abide in my word, if you start taking my word for it, if you start believing in my word, if you just take my word and just say, I'm going to trust in this word, okay, then you will be free. And he says one of the most important things, one of the most core things in the whole of scripture Whoever is set free by Christ is free indeed. Okay, this is what he says. If I have set you free, then you are free indeed. One friend of mine on Twitter says, there are people who keep praying for deliverance when deliverance has already been given to them. All they need to do is to accept it. There are people today, okay, there are people today, okay, who are praying for things that God has already given them. But because they have not accepted them, they have not received them. This is why Jesus Christ goes and tells us that when you ask, okay, when you ask, okay, believe that you have received things. So we keep going back to ask for things that God has already given us because we don't believe that we have them in the first place. And that is not freedom. Freedom is about believing the word and saying, okay, you said I have it, then I have it. But we don't, we don't want to say that, okay? This is why, this is why we are so 
self this is why we are so dependent on other people to help us this is why we are so dependent on our pastors this is why we are dependent on our friends and family members to be praying for us to be guiding us to be teaching us all these things even the things that god has given us access to god has given us the weight but we still wake up every sunday and go to church just to hear that weight and come back home and close our bibles and never read them until the following sunday because we don't recognize the freedom that we've been given we still feel like someone else has power over us. So many of us are stuck here. Okay? So many of us are stuck here. We're, we are just saying, my pastor can do this for me. My pastor will do that for me. My pastor is my pastor. That. And I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't seek their help. Okay? I want you to get me. I'm not saying that we shouldn't seek our pastor's help. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have a pastor that we literally are serving under. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have a church that we go to. I'm saying in all of that, we should have the freedom to do things by ourselves as well. We should have the freedom to ask for things from God by ourselves, to speak with God ourselves, to have communication with God, to have communion with God. The Bible... Jesus Christ in, in, in John 15 tells us about how he's a friend to us. Wouldn't you want to have a relationship with your friend? Wouldn't you want to discuss things with your friend? Wouldn't you want to speak to your friend? Wouldn't you want to complain to your friend if you felt like something was bothering you, if something was weighing heavy on you? See, here's another thing. We fall into depression and stress and anxiety and being nervous and panic and fear because we have not given ourselves to Christ the way he wants us to. Because we have not accepted that he can give us the peace, he can give us the freedom. We have not accepted that. And because we have not accepted that, because we do not know the truth, we are not set free. But you see, once you study the way, the truth sets you free. It is in studying the way that you become free. It is in studying the way that you become free. Because as you study the way, the more God will reveal things to you, the more revelations you will have. And as you have these revelations, you will start to learn more about God. You will start to know more about yourself. Even you will start to discover the freedom that has been given to you by God. And that is ultimately what this message is about. That is ultimately what this conversation today is about. Okay? We... <laughs> Paul speak to, speaks to the church in Corinth. Okay? He speaks to the church in Corinth and he speaks about how uh, they have been given... Uh, he speaks about, rather, about Moses. Okay? He speaks about Moses and he says that every time someone lives under the law of Moses, according to the rules of Moses, laws of Moses which Moses gave this person keeps being hidden like a veil it's almost as if they've been covered by a veil so they cannot recognize the freedom that they've been given because they keep going back to wanting to prove to God that they can actually be righteous by their own works, by their own abilities. Now, I want you to get me, okay? This conversation isn't about just sin, okay? It's about everything that you're going through in life. It's about everything, okay? Everything that you feel that you need to do something for you, by yourself, for it to work, then you have not accepted freedom. And Paul says, okay, in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17, he says that, but anyone, okay, who accepts the Spirit, okay, this is before 17, okay? He says that anyone who forgets about Moses and accepts the Spirit, okay? He says, the Spirit of the Lord, okay, is with you, okay? And then he says, now, where the Spirit of the Lord is, 
there is freedom. Okay, so the Spirit of the Lord gives us freedom. Now, let me wrap up. Finally, okay, Jesus Christ, when he speaks to his disciples and he says to them, I'm going to send someone. Okay, I'm going to send an advocate. Okay, he says, now this advocate will do two things. Okay, he will teach you things and he will remind you things. Okay, so he's teaching you things and he's reminding you things. Okay, what is he teaching you and what is he reminding you? He is teaching and reminding you about the truth that scripture has given you. And that truth sets you free on a daily basis. So whatever challenges you face, you go back to scripture and the Holy Spirit reminds you of those scriptures. The Holy Spirit even tells you new things that you probably wouldn't have known only from the Bible. The Holy Spirit is, is able to do that. By the way, I want you to be aware of that, okay, so that you can have the freedom to not just believe that the word of God can only be found in scripture. The word of God can be found anywhere, okay? Christ has given you that freedom, has given you the mandate that wherever, if you have the spirit, then you have the weight. Okay, and then he says to us, that Holy Spirit, okay, as it teaches you and reminds you these things, okay, it is allowing you to have full, full freedom. It has allowed you to understand the freedom that has been given to you. The freedom that has been given to you, okay, the freedom that has been given to you to live by, to walk by, and anyone who does not receive this is still in bondage. That is ultimately the truth about this conversation. That if you feel like you need something else and not Christ himself, then you are still in bondage. And if you feel like the word of God is not enough for you, you need to do other things, then you're still in bondage. Ultimately, that is what this conversation is about. And I want you today to not leave this place on to not close this podcast message until you've understood that if you feel like you did not hear it start it over again and listen to it until you get it until you understand that christ has given you freedom okay freedom to do all things freedom to speak all things freedom to live the way he wants you to live but the freedom can only be found in the truth that is in his way the truth that is in his word, that the Holy Spirit will continue to remind you and will continue to teach you new things. That is what the freedom will come from. That is where the freedom will come from. But if you do not dwell on that, then you will not experience the freedom. Okay, you will not experience the freedom. Anyway, I'm closing now. Okay, ultimately, and I've said this, and I'm going to say it again, freedom comes from the word of God. And God wants you to learn that today. He wants you to receive that today. Yes, you believe in Jesus. But have you accepted the freedom that comes with believing in Jesus? That is the question today. That is what I want you to ponder on as you close this episode. Okay, as we close this episode, that is something that I want you to ponder on, to think about, to just keep your thoughts working on around that. And as you go into the way, as you study the way, discover all the new ways that Christ has freed you. Okay, everything that you thought maybe he has not freed you from, just go back to the word and say, Christ, what is it that you have freed me from? And he will show you because the Bible tells us that the word of God is alive and living. Okay, it is powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. So whenever you ask a question, the word of God will respond with, a, with an answer. Anyway, if you are listening to this message and this is your very first time listening to our podcast, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'd like to pray with you. 
Okay, I want to pray with you today. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you to receive him so that you can have the freedom that I'm speaking about, so that you can have the understanding of the word and the truth that he speaks about, and you can walk in freedom. Okay, so if you're there, and even, even if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, okay, but at some point you drifted away, some point you just decided that, you know what, this is not working for me, so I cannot do this Christ thing, I cannot do this Christianity thing. I don't know what could be the reason. It could be maybe what I, what I faced, maybe you, you, you had you called someone and they couldn't be there for you, so you felt like, okay, these church people are not working, they're not there for me, okay, I want you to just do this prayer with me today. Okay, so follow me in this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your giving of Jesus Christ to die on the cross. I know that he died for me. I know that he died so that I can be free. So today, I receive him as my Lord and Savior once more. I repent from my evil ways. I want to be free from being a slave. I want to be free from bondage today. I express my gratitude in this prayer as a way to say, Father, you are worthy of my worship, you are worthy of my praise, and I will give it to you in all the days of my life. Today I declare that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life, over my family, and over my friends. I believe in Jesus today. I receive him, and not only do I receive him, I accept every freedom that has been given to me, and I declare that I will walk in that freedom. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. So yeah, thank you very much for tuning in to the Jesus Cast podcast. I'm hoping that you will tune in again next week. I'm hoping that this message actually transformed your life and it helped you. And if you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for the first time today, please do go back to our messages. We have a very nice series on salvation. Just go back to some of the episodes there and just... You can even listen from episode one. They're really, really incredible messages that will help you as you start this journey, as you start working with Christ, as you grow in faith. And yeah, and more importantly, find a Bible-based church around your vicinity, around your location, and just start attending church. And, you know, yeah, uh, have people to fellowship with, to break the bread with, to pray with. And most importantly, listen to preachings and teachings from other pastors and all of that. Yeah, so yeah. Be devoted to the doctrine. Be devoted to the doctrine. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, to all of those who are always listening to this podcast, thank you very much for your support. We hope and believe that these messages are making a huge difference in your lives, that they're not just in vain, that I'm not just bubbling around. I know that sometimes I'm all over the place, but I pray that God will grant you the ear to hear his word and not me. Amen and amen. So I'm going to do a prayer and then we close. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We honor you and we worship you. We know that you are God and you are good and your mercy is forever. Thank you for grace. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for love. Today we trust that God, whoever was listening to this message, had the message. And even I, God, may I always come back to these messages when I lose faith. May anyone, Lord, who is listening to this message today, O oh Lord, be transformed by it. May it also encourage them, O oh Lord, to seek you all the more, to seek a relationship with you, to work towards that relationship with you, O oh Lord. Grant them peace and grant them grace, O oh Lord, and grant them Jehovah, your freedom, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name, O oh Lord. Let them know the truth about your way. Let them know the truth about your wisdom and your knowledge, O oh Lord, and fill them up, O oh Lord, with your knowledge. And help them, O oh Lord, to only Jehovah, we to take what you want them to hear, not what I want them to hear, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray. Thank you for your message. Amen. Amen. Amen.
us with Joseph M. We hope you had a great time with us and that you enjoyed the sermon. Our prayer is that the word fulfills you, that it increases your faith as well as your desire to serve God. We love you and God loves you. For more messages like this, please subscribe to the podcast and turn on your notifications. Thank you and goodbye.